0: Warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. What's going on, everybody? I am Scooch Bronson.
1: And I am S. Foster, and this is Viewers Anonymous,
0: man. How you feeling today, man? You good? Man, I can't complain, man. You know what I'm saying? Another episode ready to get put down in the books. Um, I'm excited about this one, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We did a we did a great trailer on the last episode. You know what I'm saying? Um, you helped me make a, a nice realization of who the author was of this book, and I guess you could say this movie as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hyped about this one, man. Yes, sir, man. Same here, man. This, this was one of those movies
1: where, uh, you know, I, I think that we should pretty much do the same format we did the last time because yeah. it's just like, it's one of those movies that's like, there's a there's a deeper meaning mm-hmm. to, the, to the story. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that once we get into the deeper meaning, because it's, it's a comparison that I have, and I saved it until we started recording. Okay. So I wanted to tell you, so I can, you know, what I'm saying, catch, not I don't know if I catch you off guard because you might have thought of the same thing, you yeah. know, what I'm saying, like before I get into it. And what we're talking about is the '97 film, um, "Kiss the Girl," man, and it yep. was a uh, based off a book by James Patterson. So, um, and like you were saying, because I remember my my sister had a run where well, she was just running through every James Patterson book. And Mm -hmm. oh, so speaking of that, do you think this is true? All right. I heard something when it comes to people like James Patterson and Stephen King and like these type of authors that be putting out books, like at the rate that they be putting out books. I heard through the grapevine that they don't be writing them books. Have you ever heard of like there being like these ghost writers and like these people like James Patterson and now I'm not trying to start any accusations. I'm just saying this is something that I heard. Yeah. That like people like him and like Stephen King like be putting out these books and like other people be writing them but they just put their stamp I guess they read it and put their stamp on it and say
0: they written it and all this type of shit. Have you ever heard any shit like that before? Yeah, it's not it's not far fetched like in the in the world of writing. I know that when people write books some people don't actually write the book what they do is they more so they tell you the premise they give you everything and then somebody else will write it up because this is I guess it's like a certain format or something that you have to um write it into and a lot of people don't know how to you know say type and make it an actual format but like I know um who was it um I know like Charlamagne, he talked about it on Brilliant Idiots to where, you know what I'm saying, him and Chris Morrow got together and he basically gave Chris Morrow the story and Chris Morrow just basically typed it up for him in the format that it was supposed to be in in order for them to, you know what I'm saying, send it in and basically get it approved to be an actual uh, book. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like, you know what I'm saying, they were coming up with the stories and they had like somebody actually doing the work for them.
1: It was just something that I had I had ran across. I don't even remember where I seen that at or read
0: that at. But uh were they saying man, that like film, Were they saying that like they was like just having somebody create it and then they was like, Yeah, this is good. No, I I think
1: it was what you said. Yeah. Um, because the reason that, that these people even brought it up, because they was like James Patterson and Stephen King was at a rate where they was putting out books like like two books a year type of shit. Yeah. And they yeah. were saying that that what is going around is that they're not really actually like writing these books like I'm pretty sure they're probably, probably coming up with the idea and the yeah. concept and coming up with like the outline of what it
0: is. And, and like, then everybody else just put it together. Filling in the lines. Yeah, yeah because I mean because they say it take like a year to two to write a, a to write an actual book. Like um, I don't know if you ever seen um, what's that Johnny Depp movie um, where he was the author? What's uh, the Secret Honor? Window. The Secret Window. Yeah. I Have just watched this shit that shit the other day. That is a okay. great movie, man. <laughs> yeah, like if you ever watched that, remember he had to go off and go somewhere else just to be able to sit down and you know what I'm saying, write the movie. So.
1: He ended up being crazy as hell. This motherfucker arguing with somebody that ain't even him. This is their yep. alter ego shit. Wow, <laughs> hey man, shit, that bro. shit was hilarious, but wow, shit. Oh man, yeah, but that's a that's a good movie though. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you got you got some uh big people in here, man. Like like we said the last week, a, a whole legend out here, man. Morgan Freeman. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I gave Ashley Judd the nod that she could be considered. You know what I'm saying? Um, alleged to some. I mean, this had Bill Nunn in it, Brian Cox, Rich our, our boy Richard T. Jones when he had a when he had a uh when he had a fade, man. He ain't had a body <laughs> <head> yet. He <laughs> ain't had a body yet. Yeah, he ain't had a body yet, man. That was so funny to see him in this joint. But yeah. um, but yeah, he was playing um the boyfriend of uh Dr. Cross's niece. And like basically yeah. the outline is so
0: Dr. Alice oh, hold Pro, on, listen, real quick you forgetting some people Jeremy Piven was in this joint Yeah, Tatiana Ali was in this joint um Mina Savari was in this joint um who else was in it and then I forgot what her name is I think that is her the, I think that's the girl from um what's that movie called uh the, I know
1: you're talking
0: about your girl from Soul Food. Nah, nah, nah. The the chick that I'm yeah, talking about. Oh, yeah, you're talking about Anna Maria Horford. Yep, she in it too. She was in um the Wayans Brothers. She's the, she played D from Wayans Brothers. She was in it. Um, But the chick that I'm talking about, she played in uh, American Beauty. Remember, she was the uh, the daughter's best friend that he had the affair with. Oh man, she was in this joint. She had to be she, a she kid. She was in this joint too. She was, um, let me see where they got her listed at. Because when I seen her face, I was like, damn, I didn't know she was in it. She was some person named Cody Pierce.
1: Dang, she had to be a kid. 97, because she's around, she's got to be like around my age, or a little bit older. Dang, she was in this joint. Wow. Yep.
0: Yeah,
1: but I remember I Man, remember I heard from American
0: Beauty because that was one of the movies that I had snuck and watched. That shit was crazy. Yeah, that movie was crazy, but it was good though.
1: That was yeah. it was good. Yeah, Kevin and Spacey It's not shit. a good. It's not a good look now that Kevin Spacey played that type of character. Oh well, yeah, no,
0: nah. <laughs> no, nah. not at all. Now look, be twenty twenty, he shouldn't have been yeah. playing that role. Yo, it it was weird. It was already weird, anyway. Though, like, I, I, and I don't want to get off track, but it was already weird. Like, because remember in the movie, his daughter was a t- was a uh, I say a teenager, a cheerleader. And remember when they went to go see him, uh, see him, see him do the like the little joint, and like he yes. was sitting in the bleachers, and then he was just like envisioning her doing like some weird ass dance with all that little shit. I'm like, yo, like nigga, she's a high school. That shit was crazy, bro.
1: Yeah, man, that was that was that was crazy. boy like, that was that was a wild shit. But that movie, it That's won true. a lot of awards, man. Like that movie, it was it was, it was, was big you. that year. That was a fuck. As a fan. matter of fact, as a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, when we did the Black Witch Project and I was naming all the movies that came out in '99, I think American Beauty was one of them. Yeah, I think I think you that movie came right. out
0: '99. You are definitely right. Uh,
1: yeah man so that was that was a that was a wild movie man that that movie was good man that that, yeah. that could be a future one man it definitely yeah. could because that movie was wild man it's some it's some crazy <laughs> shit that happened
0: in that man
1: but uh yeah like so basically Dr. Alice Cross man you know he's this uh, psychiatrist type of uh um, slash negotiator type of cop
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um Basically, in a nutshell, what ended up happening, he went to talk to his sister because they found out that his niece was kidnapped. And, well, she was missing. Well, it, it came out that she was missing. And so he, uh, he's in D.C., but then he travels down to Raleigh, North Carolina um, to go see some cops down there and come to find out there's a lot of girls that are going missing around his niece's age. And um, so and then one girl, one body ended up being found. tied. It was tied up a real crazy type of way. And then he he started letting his mind work. You know, he starts to believe that these girls are alive and this guy is keeping them. And, you know, and then he realizes that all of these girls have like not special skills, but they have a talent. Like he's not mm-hmm. just picking just random like drunk girls at a bar. Like yeah. he's picking girls like his niece played the violin. You know what I'm saying? And like um, uh, Ashley Judd's character, Kate, she was a doctor. So, like, he took girls that was, you know, either smart or very talented in other situations, but also they had to be beautiful at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, so throughout uh, Ashley Judd's character, Kate, ended up escaping. And um, so then she's trying to, she's working with Dr. Cross and Richard T. Jones which is play Seth, helping them trying to catch the dude so they could find where the rest of the girls are and, and all of that type of stuff. So, and then that's when Jeremy Piven character ended up coming in as well. And so then basically to wrap it up, they ended up finding the cave uh, where the dude had all these girls locked up at and, yeah. That's where Naomi Cross was. And they was looking for the dude named Casanova. And so they ended up thinking that the guy was another guy. And this mm-hmm. was your boy from uh, from Scandal. They thought it was him. Now, he okay. was in on it. He was in on it, but he wasn't the main guy. He wasn't, you know, quote, unquote, Casanova. Mm-hmm. And then he had, uh, when they thought it was over, Dr. Cross felt something was weird, and he got to looking through stuff and then realized that the cop that he was working with the whole time, uh, this cop named Nick, uh, he did the signature when he was writing stuff, and he noticed that he did the same thing, and he found out, like, yo, that's the dude that's actually Casanova. So then he goes over to Kate's house, and he's over there trying to kill her, and so he pretty much solved the case. So, like, that's yeah. basically the movie. All right, so this is what I wanted to talk about. Now, when it comes to the guy that played Casanova, strange character. To me, it reminds me of some shit that would be, all right, mind hunters. Okay. Hear me out. So, you got this guy. He grabs these, not just regular girls, girls Ooh. who have a career, girls that got a future, the girls that got talent, and, like, he, he puts them, he locks them up, and he wants them to tell him that they love him, and they never show it, but I think that he was having sex with these girls as well. Yeah. But, so, he wants these girls to kind of be, like, his slaves, and he wants them to entertain him. He wants them to have conversation with him he wants them to do all of these things that he probably couldn't get a girlfriend to do you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i felt like psychologically he had this thing going on in his head where i don't know if he wasn't confident enough because you got to remember he wore a mask the whole time that he was in mm-hmm. front of these girls even though the whole intentions was when he got done with the girls he was going to kill them anyway So why are you wearing a mask and you wearing gloves when you interacting with these girls? So I I felt like, do you feel that he had like this, I don't know if it was a self-confidence issue or if it was just one of those type issues where like these people, like when we did the episode Mindhunters, like, do you think that he fit in like with some
0: of those characters with the type of crime that he was doing? I think he did. Um If you, you know, like if you really go back and just read about a lot of the people who, you know what I'm saying, like especially in Hunters, a lot of the people that they were featuring as the serial killers and the, you know what I'm saying, like the most wanted, you know what I'm saying, you know, FBI most wanted list guys. Like, if you go back and read, like, the stuff that they did and the things that they were doing it around, if you ever noticed, like, especially, in you know what I'm saying, when they were showing, like, the interview parts in hunters, if you ever really noticed, it, everything was always about attention. Everything was always about self-esteem. Like, these are guys who – these are usually guys who always feel, like, inadequate at everything that they do you Know what I'm saying? Like, um, in high school, they weren't really talkative. Sometimes they didn't have like a lot of friends. You know, what I'm saying like they were always considered like the weird guy, or you know, what I'm saying like sometimes they would be the dropout. You know, what I mean, like they come from you know, what I'm saying real bad homes where you know, maybe the mom and dad are divorced, or the mom is strung out on drugs, or the dad is strung out on drugs. You know, what I'm saying abusive households. Excuse me, it's like a number of factors that go into it, but as they get older, you know, they kind of keep that, they keep that mentality because in a way, you know what I'm saying, like that causes like a, a trauma in a sense, like it causes a mental trauma. So I think that what they end up doing, and I, and I noticed like, even when they do like documentaries and stuff about serial killers and criminals and all that, a lot of their problems end up stemming from childhood. And so usually when those situations happen, it's like they never felt loved enough or, you know what I'm saying, they went through a rough childhood to where they were getting beat by their parents and stuff like that. So I feel like it it just always, it's always like, but yeah, it just, it, it seems as if, you know what I'm saying, like it's always a guy who seems to be looking for attention at all costs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I feel I feel the same way, man. Like he 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 seemed to be like, you know, an interesting character. Then it turned out to be the 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 detective guy, which was, mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of threw you off. It it kind of threw you for a loop because it was the main detective guy, and it was one of those type situations where you you are chasing yourself. Like so you yeah. get the thrill of like, y'all are never gonna catch this guy because I know everything that y'all know. I'm like the investigation of who y'all are investigating. So that made it seem to be the quote unquote perfect crime. But he also thought that he could outsmart Dr. Cross. But Mm -hmm. this dude had so much experience in the game and his mind was so well, like it took us some time because we all thought it was over. Like he was just mm-hmm. in his room, killing. He was, he, he was on the phone talking to uh, his sister. And then he gets off the phone, and then like he's like, Something don't feel right. He was like, Just something about it. Like it just didn't end the way. I think it was like he felt that it should have ended a different uh, kind of way. And he got to going back and looking at stuff and figured it out that it ended up being a cop. But I think that what made Kate so special was the fact of, like, okay, so I, I got to mention this one scene, right? So uh-huh. she leaves work, you know, after having to do surgery on this girl who was on the back of a bike with a father and busted her head and all this type of shit. So she goes and she does, like, this kickboxing class <laughs> with Billy Blanks as the damn dude. Yeah, I forgot Billy, Billy Blanks Blank was in it. Hey, well, Billy Blaze made all kind of special appearances in movies, man. And, like, it'd be real quick. <clears throat> but, yeah, that shit, that shit, wow. And so he was in that, and he was the director. And, like, dude, like, the dude, like, I understand, like, y- y- you give her a little contact, but, like, my man tried to be the ass in there, man. Like, mm-hmm. he seemed like one, like. That scene was kind of weird because it was like even the way he was looking at her, cause like like they was going like he was, you know, throwing some jabs or whatever. She was throwing some jabs some kicks or whatnot. And then my man just caught her one to the ribs and then kneed her in the stomach. I'm like, damn, dude, that ain't fucking <laughs> that ain't something. Like yeah. and all Billy Blazers say was like, hey, watch the contact. And like, that was it? Like that's it? Like, I don't know, man. That was, that was that was, that was a strange scene, man, strange scene. But, like, so she – because he said that, like, there was a scene where when he first caught her, and he knew she was going to be a hassle because he ended up putting her fish tank at the end of the steps when she got away. And she ran mm-hmm. into the fish tank. One so he had her laying in the bed tied up. And so then he gave her another shot, and then he took a picture of her and sent it to the other guy. And he was just saying, that, like, this girl is very special. There's something really special about her. And, like, she ended up being very monumental in being able to catch them because she was able to escape. Like, she faked this whole thing of, like, she started eating the sandwich and she had, like, the sandwich, like, hurt a, her hurt a stomach or whatever. And he had this strange thing with rules. He was like, mm-hmm. you know, you follow my rules, you know, you're going to be good. And, like, and she broke the rule by throwing a plate or whatever. And she was acting like she was, like, throwing up. And then he was coming in and he goes to give her a shot. And then, because he told her in the very beginning, don't do your kickboxing stuff on me. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, that stuff is against the rules and all of that. So she was able to, you know what I'm saying, pull a move on him, run through the cave and find a way out. And then she ended up jumping in the, um, in like this water, like this waterfall, like stream type of thing. And like, so she went back and started helping like Dr. Cross trying to go back and get this girl because she did like one thing that was against the rules was you didn't supposed to talk to nobody and uh-huh. so like she had like before she broke out like she started like saying like I know there's somebody else in here nah not nah, no nah. so the girls were scared to talk at first and then after she kept saying like somebody say something and finally the girls start saying their name and so name Naomi Cross had said her name and then when Dr. Cross had said you know do you know who's all in there? And then he told he told him that he was looking for his niece, Naomi Cross, and she was like, She was there. So she went back and started helping them solve this type of crime. And then, you know what I'm saying? Samson, which is played by Bill Nunn, he was, you know, also involved. He came down and he helped as well. So, like this movie, like when I think about it, like it's one of those movies that really, really go under the radar. I think that it's not something that people will... It's like... I think it really depends on what what type of person you like. Not person, but type of movie you like. Because I like mystery type of movies where people got to put the pieces together to try to figure out things like that. And then I also like movies where you got like... I mean, obviously when we did our top five, I did Uh, The Negotiator... Which was played by uh, you know, a cop that that was a negotiator. So obviously he had a great brain. And then yeah. you think about the bone collector, which he played Lincoln Ryan. He had a great brain. All he could use was his brain, because he was right. in a, you know in the bed the whole time. And so Dr. Alice Cross, he fits in that mode of the type of movies that I like to watch. So that's how I can like something like this, and also the sequel, as in Along
0: Came a Spider. Like mm-hmm. I'm just interested in this type of shit. I mean, I and I and I understand exactly what you mean. Like um those those type of movies, it keeps you, you know what I'm saying, like enthralled. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't lose focus on those kind of movies because you are more so kind of challenging yourself to kind of solve everything before the movie is over, or you know what I'm saying, you trying to see if you could catch and see who it is before it's all said and done. So those type of movies, you know what I'm saying, it, it keep you involved in it, man. You know what I'm saying? It keep you, you know what I'm saying, attentive. But I think it's more so not only that, you also got, you know what I'm saying, the guy that's playing this intelligent detective who, you know what I'm saying, is a doctor, you know what I'm saying, a, a doctor. And, you know, he's like, you said like a psychologist. And then it's Morgan Freeman, one of the greatest actors ever. So, you know, he's going to bring a a certain pizzazz to it. And then, you know what I'm saying, another legend, Ashley Judd, like she does a great job acting in a lot of things that she does. So it's like when you have, you know what I'm saying, like the cast to me, I feel like it it always plays a part on how well a movie is going to do. And when you have certain actors in certain roles, it makes you want to watch it like you know, you, you feel like Morgan Freeman is a very, very intelligent man. And then, you know, you see him in interviews and everything else. And then, so when you see him in the role as Dr. Alex Cross, it's not far-fetched for a guy like that to play that type of character. Because, you know what I'm saying, you know that he has a certain intelligence. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that, you know, when, you, when you're when watching these kind of, um, what what is this, like a suspense crime movie? Would that, is that yes, it's kind of mystery. Yeah. yeah, like any any time you get something like that, and you get it to where it's an adaptation on top of you know what I'm saying you got some great actors and you got a, a, a nice cast in it. Like you can't do nothing but watch the movie like this. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just one of those things that they come together, and you know you're not really mad at. It. Yeah, and and honestly, I think that. I'm gonna tell you what my opinion
1: on how I think he ended up being Dr. Alice Cross, which mm-hmm. you gotta think. Seven came out two years before that. Yep. So he played that type of detective mm-hmm. in seven. So I think that being in seven and being like that type of detective that like, you really like using your brain. And and I think I think seven showed, you know what I'm saying, Morgan Freeman in his way and able to play. Because I think that really everything he playing, because when you really think about like Morgan Freeman, like when you think of the movies that he's played in, he's never been in a movie where he was just a flat out dummy. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, like I he's don't always... <laughs> yeah, like I think every movie he's played in is it's always been like a role of you know, a role of intelligence or a role of you know what I'm saying? Um, Enlightenment. Like, we can go as far back as um uh, Robin Hood when he did the joint, you know what I'm saying, Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. You know, he played the um the sidekick. I forgot what his name is. I wanna say it was um uh, what was his name? It was Arabic. Uh I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up and find it. But even even in that movie um he played a Moore in that movie and he brought a lot of information to that movie that a lot of people didn't really know about and so the story of Robin Hood has been told you know what I'm saying like so many different times but when um when Morgan Freeman um he comes to this role he brings the knowledge of the knowledge and the history of of Moors To this role and he actually plays this role to the way it's supposed to be played and so like if you ever watched that movie or if you remember anything about that movie it was a scene when him and robin hood were sitting in like they were sitting on like a a hill or something by a tree or whatever and morgan freeman pulls out like one of those old time telescope things or whatever or monoscope or whatever it's called and you know he could see the, the um the king's army coming down to um What's that shit called? Force. Shire Forest or Shire Forest or whatever that shit is. And um, Robin Hood looked at him and was like, he was confused, like, what the hell is that? And he was like, it's a it's a monoscope or whatever he called it. So Robin Hood looked at it, and when he looked through it, he threw it down and he pulled his knife out and started stabbing. So Morgan Freeman was like, what are you doing? And he was like, he... He put it down and he seen they was super still super far away. He was like, what kind of magic is this? He was like, it's not magic. It's glass in the in tube. He was like, it's no wonder you guys made it out the Dark Ages. But it's like, that was just an ode to, you know what I'm saying, like to speak on the history of the Moors about how they helped the Britons come out of the Dark Ages. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying, even when he's with Jim Carrey, he plays God. You know what I mean? That's like, crazy, dude yeah like you know what i'm saying or or taking it back to you know what i'm saying one of our favorite movies you know what i'm saying lean on me he's playing joe clark so it's just Percival like joe clark. yeah so you know what i'm saying so like he's always you know he's always in the role where it's never you know what i'm saying like self deprecating it's it's never like playing it off it's, it's always a, a role of intelligence or superiority or just like you know what i'm saying he's playing a role where he's at the best representation for himself yeah, like, dude, he's been a president and yeah. Angel has fallen and
1: then he yep. was a president for a hot minute in London has fallen and, and uh, Olympias has fallen. Yep. And he was like the vice president and, and he was a uh, se- uh, speaker of the house, all types of shit like that. So he's always He was the president
0: been, uh, what's, the, what's the one movie where the meteor was about to hit? He was the president in that too. Oh, shit, what was that? 100%. Oh, I know what you're talking about.
1: But then you know, like when he played in Lucy, he was a professor in Lucy. Yep, yep. So, yeah, and and then you, when he played Lucy, Sponsor, of Lucy, played, that was a hell of a movie too. That was a great movie. It really was. Um, uh, damn, what's my uh, shit called? Uh, he played Nelson Mandela, man. Yep. Like he he's been he's been he's been all over the place, man. But like, but him being Alex Cross. And like I say like Alone came a spider like that movie is the uh, is the is the so second I think it was
0: I'm sorry I'm mean to cut you off I think the movie was Total Impact Oh okay okay I remember that I remember that Yeah um
1: but like yeah like he um you know being being and uh, even Alone came a spider was another kidnapping type of situation yeah, and it and that ended up being the person that was working. Like, dude, okay, okay, now, okay. I, I just thought of something. Something just popped in my head. What's up? What What do James Patterson got with the, the with the the person that's doing this, running the whole organization? Is the person that's working right beside Alice Cross? Because it I was the same situation, and along came
0: a spider. I think it's more so excuse me, I think it's more so just the fact that you're never going to guess that that would be the person to do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, like, watching that movie, your first guess is never the cop. Your first guess is never the person that's walking with him side by side this whole time. You know what I'm saying? Helping them solve the crime. You You never even think about that. You think that it's a couple guys that they showed in a couple scenes, you know what I'm saying? Or two, three scenes ago, it's that dude, the dude that keep looking at her funny When really he just handed her a phone, or she left her keys, or some shit like that. But um, I think that is—I think that that's a great way to write a story. I think it's even a great way to to turn it into a movie. If you think about it, the second time it happened, you you still didn't think it would have been the guy that was working with him. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're right. You're right. But like, it seems like it seems like that concept, though, is. It it's just it's just funny that the movie that come out four years later, it's like the, really the same situation. The only difference is there was a child that was kidnapped mm-hmm. and the lady, the teacher, or I don't know if she was like a uh, madam there. I don't know what she was, but you know, well, no, no, she was a cop mm-hmm. as well. And she ended up being the person that was orchestrating like the whole thing. So it really kind of ended up being kind of the same thing.
0: But um, You know who else you so know who start, else took that? He, you know who else took that, that format? Dan Brown. He did that with Da Vinci Code. And um, he did that with Da Vinci Code. Um, what's the other one? Angels and Demons. And then I forgot what the last one is. I think it's Inferno. Hold up he, he did it. So he Dan Brown the part of the book? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I remember Ron Howard had did the No, film. Ron
0: Howard just directed it.
1: Just directed it. Yeah, that's what I was meaning. I said, did the film?
0: <laughs> think of <laughs> the director. Yeah, he, he, just, he just directed it. But if you if you read those books, it's the same shit. Like not necessarily like somebody that's working with him, but it's it's somebody that he knows that's doing everything basically.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You're right. You're right. And like,
1: man, and to think about like you know, an actress, uh, actress like a. Um, Ashley Judd, man, like, mm-hmm. especially, like, the run that she was having, like, man, because she she had ended up doing, um, oh, man, was it before or after? After. She did Double Jeopardy after uh, Kiss the Girl. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, but she had, because, like, because when, when I think about, like, Ashley Judd, like, a lot of her early shit, like, even, like, it's like, she was in a time to kill, but, like, she had a very small part in it. You know what I'm saying? She was in Heat, but she wasn't like in it like that. Yeah. But that was, you know, but he was a big movie, you know, like Natural Born Killers. Like, she never was, like, hugely in a film. And it seemed like in Kiss the Girl, she had more of a bigger... Yeah, like, she got more of a bigger role and then, like, Double Jeopardy, like, she was the one. Even though she was alongside Tommy Lee Jones... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She still like it. Still was centered around her. Like right. Tommy. Tommy was really the supporting actor mm-hmm. in that film, even though he was the bigger guy. You know right. what I'm saying? With the bigger, you know, attraction. But like she was able to, you know, to really steal the scene. And then you know she ended up doing, you know, twisted and high crimes. And dude, have you ever seen Bug?
0: Bug. Uh... Oh, you have. would,
1: you would know when she was in that room with Michael Shannon the whole damn time, and it was it turned out to be this whole psychological thing where they thought bugs was in their skin, and they got knives and cutting into their skin, pulling these bugs out of them. And it wasn't really, really no bugs the whole the whole damn movie. They just that was psycho like they was fuck- like okay, Michael I,
0: Shannon. I had to go back and watch it. I might I may have seen it. That Man, weird. that movie turned out to
1: be stupid as fuck.
0: Like, like,
1: like, the whole time you sitting here like thinking, like in your head, like, oh man, that'd be crazy, man, if that was because bu- he was saying like all of these wild scenarios like the government is doing nothing, yeah. They put these, they injected these bugs in us, and we gotta cut them out, and and then it's like what it is is like one of those situations where it's like when you with this person, that, that's kind of like you remember in the descent, right? Where they uh-huh. were down in the cave, it was like in the cave. There's no light, but she said, "But like, you start to see things that's not really there because yeah. your mind start playing tricks on you." Uh, um, uh, man, what they call that? I forget. It's it's a word. It's a term for it, but I forgot what it was. But like, that's what that was. Like he was able to convince her that she had bugs in her. Yeah, like she started thinking that she had bugs in her, and she started. Cutting herself up, mm-hmm. and then the whole like it, got, it came to the end of the movie, come to find out like there was no bugs, like he was right. just nut back crazy, you know. She after cutting herself open, all that type of stuff, but that's interesting I that you that, bring
0: that up though, because because um, that's that's kind of a, a situation that happens with, and we you know, like since we're speaking, it's like serial killers, like that's something that happens with serial killers, like that's another thing that, you know, or that's another factor that we can bring into it as well. Like, disturbing, because, and I think the word is disturbing. Don't get me wrong if I'm not saying it right, if the, or if that's not the right word. But it's that it's that, that thought process of, you know, like, it's, they become disillusioned about everything. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that he, that you know, the fact that he had people locked up, and he was still thinking that having them locked up and forcing them to do things that they would eventually love him and they would eventually you know what I'm saying have feelings for him or they would eventually treat him the way he would want to be treated you know what I'm saying like Stockholm syndrome yeah like they well that would be for them but yeah for him, that he would but yeah like basically I'm casting you saying yeah like they that they would catch Stockholm syndrome
1: mm-hmm. so you know
0: what I'm saying like I think that's another, that's another thing that, you know what I'm saying? We kind of left out as well. You know what I'm saying? Like with the, with the antagonists, like you, you know, it's, that's one of those things that a lot of these guys, especially when they're at that level, like it's real, real heavy in their life that they, you know what I'm saying? Like they go through these, you know, these disillusioned thoughts and thinking that, you know, that the, you know, the woman likes them even like with stalkers and, and kidnappers and shit like that. Um, which he was actually a kidnapper, but you know, like they think that these women like love them because, you know, maybe I guess he dropped the paper and she picked it up and, and she smiled at him. So now it's like, he creates this huge fantasy in his head that, you know, she's flirting with him every time that she talks to him or she might just come past and say hi to him every day because he's, he's the only person that's on her way to the cubicle or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like weird shit like that. But I just wanted to bring that up real quick because I think we forgot to add that in there. Nah, that's a that's a great point. That's a great point. I didn't think about
1: it because like he he probably wants them to get like that, like you said it right. Mm-hmm. For them to get stockholm drum to where they ended up falling in love with their accuser, not accuser, but um they the kidnapper and all that right. type of stuff. And like my thing is like, what's your end game? Like, do you think it's gonna be a situation where like Oh, man. Nah, I was going to say some like, beef and vendetta, but I don't think it's, I don't think it was like that type of situation. That was just mm-hmm. a weird movie. Um, But like, yeah, like, like, what is the end game? Like, do you actually reveal yourself to this girl and you take her out of this cave and y'all going to live this life together? And like, it's weird, but like, maybe, maybe, maybe he thought that, like, Maybe there was maybe Kate was supposed to been that girl that was supposed to flip. But the thing was, that he was pumping them with drugs though. Mm-hmm. So those girls wasn't actually themselves because he was pumping them with this some type of drug. Because when they took her to the hospital um, after she got found, you know, from jumping in that waterfall thing, like they had to flush out her system of some kind of drug that he was using. So yeah. I don't, it's it's a weird situation like people that think like that and that's why i always tell people like man like the people that we live amongst because like this type of stuff ain't like far fetched i remember like there was a situation in your state where yes, they, they, made a, they made a uh 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 thing what was it? it was on like fx or amc a or something movie. it was a lifetime movie if, yeah and yeah. like this
0: dude had
1: like these these it was his uh he his had, daughters he had three
0: girls he had three girls trapped in the basement. It was him and his brothers. They had three girls trapped in the basement and one of them he had kids with. Yeah, like man, this stuff is wild, yo. Like like we live in the world with these people,
1: man. Mm-hmm. And like so this this whole story is 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 not far fetched, man. Cause yeah, oh. it's like when yeah, and, and you see the history of, of, of a lot of stuff that these people have done, and like, even when you think about serial killers, like, these dudes, like, some of these dudes was, was killing girls and cutting their heads off and giving themselves hair with these girls' heads after the dead, mm-hmm. like, like,
0: like this stuff, like, it's weird, man, like, it's, it's some weird the, dudes, man. I mean, like, think about the, think about the one dude who was, um, I'm trying to think who, who it was, um, he was picking. He was picking dudes up and like having sex with them and killing them and storing them in the fucking freezer, just to yeah, eat like, them. Man, look, this is sick. Yeah, <laughs> this is. I mean, sick I think. Stuff, it, man, I think. It, I think what what the what the thing is is right. You know, and like, and that's like, and, and and like, that example is like of the highest. You know, what I'm saying like the the highest level of. You know what I'm saying? Them being, you know, serial killers or whatever. But it's like even if you even if you knock it down a few notches, like it's people that, or okay, the perfect example, right? One of the movies that, that I usually go to and watch because I think it's a it's a pretty good movie. But you know what I'm saying? Like Stepfather. This dude was literally going from town to town and basically recreating himself giving himself a new identity, giving himself a new name, he was going around getting with these women and killing them just to take their you know like just to take their fortune. And I mean like he played it off as like a, a nice dude, you know what I'm saying? Like he was a he was a very great guy, he was helpful, he would cut the grass and fix stuff around the house. Like he played it off as a real great dude. But then he would have those flashes of mom- and moments where he would just be super aggressive or he would do something that's out of the, out of his so-called character that he was playing. And it would always, you know what I'm saying? Like you would always see like, Oh shit, like something wrong with this motherfucker. So it's like, I think that people can kind of lead those dual lives. Like, you know, when they're out and about and in public, you know, they're this nice person. They talkative, they fun, you know what I'm saying? They're easy to talk to. They give you great advice, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, shit, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you even invite them over to your house, you know, and let them play with your kids and shit, and then they get home and, you know, he unwrapping the dead body and talking to it for 30 minutes, and wrapping it back up and putting it back up, you know what I'm saying? Like, just it's, it's people like that that's out here, man. Yeah, like, even when you think about
1: somebody like, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, oh, man. And I made so many damn movies about him. Oh my God, I'm having a, my mind blank. Um, Is it? No, um, damn, my, my, uh, what's his name? Zach Efron, Zac Efron played him in that. Um, Ted Bundy. Netflix. Did you, who? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Damn, why can I not think of that? Ted Bundy was time working I think with. Him, I think <laughs> Don't do that to Al Bundy man. I know man. I know man. I feel bad. I
0: feel bad. I just hear Bundy. That's the first, that's the first Bundy
1: I think of is Al. Oh man, I can't believe I just had a mind fart there, but like when he was in um uh, the state of Washington, mm-hmm. and when those girls started going missing from Washington University, he was working with the cops. And he worked at the um he worked at he was working. At the police station, and he was working on uh, because he was a Republican, he was mm-hmm. working with uh, the Republican Party to get like the, the one dude like re elected or some kind of yep. shit like that. So it's like he was a he, he had like a normal life, like he was living yeah. a normal life, but then on the side, he's kidnapping girls and like killing them and shit. Yep. so, like, like, like the situation with this guy, this guy Casanova ended up being a cop. He was working with Doctor Cross the whole time, and it's just like, like these people are just like among us like now, and it's like, and then like, is then some people kill people for dumb shit like, like that one Netflix thing that just came out this year, um, Mm -hmm. what they called it, American Murder or whatever they call that joint. Yeah, my man. My man kills his wife and two kids because he wanted to leave her and to stay with his other girl. Like, dude, why you just can't get a divorce, my guy? Like, or uh, why did can't you have you to just leave her? You ain't got to leave her. Yeah, divorce, why can't you just leave, leave her? And like, why, her why, why why you got
0: the old head, dude.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, go ahead, take that L, you get your visitation
0: or whatever, whatnot. But, you like, you don't even got to do that. Well, apparently, he didn't care about the kid because he killed the kid. But see, my thing is this it was a point in time, right? And I don't, I don't really agree with this, but it happened. It was a point in time in history where a dude, the only thing he had to do if he didn't want to be with his wife anymore was to say, hey, I'm going to the store to go get some bread. Or, hey, I'm going to the store to go get some cigarettes. And that nigga leave, go to the next, stay over, and they never seen that nigga ever again. Yeah. Dude, dude that, that happened day. a lot.
1: Yeah, it was a good old dude. There's a, there's a there's a lot of people who just like when you really li- listen back to their stories, and they'll just be like, "Yo, like my pops just left, like never mm-hmm. came back." You know what I'm saying? Like I I listened to an uh, episode of uh, Knuckleheads today. They talked to uh to the Iceman George Gervin. George Durbin, like,
0: yep.
1: My pops just left. He was like, my mom raised the six of us by herself. Like he just left, mm-hmm. and never came back. It's like you hear a lot of these stories of these dudes who just never come back, man. And then you might have a situation that's like like Jalen Rose. And I brought this up on my podcast, man. And I was like, mm-hmm. yo, like, oh, he really didn't answer the question. But, like, I was like, I guarantee you. Because, like, when you think about the Jalen Rose story, right? So, Jalen yeah. Rose, mom basically just, you know what I'm saying, smashed the NFL, NBA player, got pregnant. And so it was probably one of those situations where he was just in that city, mm-hmm. saw a girl, you know what I'm saying, she smashed, and then she ended up being pregnant. And then, then she has the NBA start. And wait, I was like, mean, wait, wait a minute. Not, about-
0: just the, not just the NBA player, streetball legend.
1: Yeah. And then and then you think about like a lot of these a lot of these dudes, man, that are in the NBA that don't know their father. Like, you you think, like, damn, like, I wonder, was, you know what I'm saying? Because NBA players mm-hmm. got around. So I, I was thinking, like, I wonder if there's a lot of these dudes who just, their dad end up being NBA players just as well, but they
0: just don't know that, like, that's their dad. I tell you what, though, I you know had said that he's sick that's- right now. Somebody's dad who hates themselves, LeBron James' dad.
1: You know, I was going to bring LeBron up. But then, like, I also, I remember a story a couple of years ago where LeBron said that he knew who his dad was and mm-hmm. he met him or all some kind of shit like that. But I, I'm not really sure. But, like, because I, I used to think the same thing. I was like, I wonder, was his dad, like, you know what I'm saying, NBA player?
0: I don't know. I don't think his dad was an NBA player. But I know he hates the shit out of himself right now, though. Oh, yeah. Like, he, 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 he kicking himself. Like big time. Nah, he's he's ready to shoot himself. <laughs> Kicking himself is not the word. Oh man, oh man, bro. Can you just can you imagine that? Like, you know, what I'm saying, you just wake up one day, you sick of this shit. She always complaining. This little nigga still eating crayons. You just like fuck this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm better than this. I'm better than this. You can't pay your rent and shit because you you want to hustle, but you can't hustle because you're still on probation. You just say fuck it, I'm gonna leave. And then Twenty years later, this the greatest goddamn basketball player of this <laughs> fucking decade. And you know who this nigga is? Like you, you know that's your son. Like there's no you. I don't give a fuck if you ain't seen that nigga in a month or Sunday. You know that's your son, and you see that nigga on TV, and then the goddamn you just you you come home. Because you know, finally found a job working at the plant. You throw the newspaper on the table, sit down, grab a beer, and turn the ESPN to see what they're talking about. And then next thing you know, boom, this nigga face pop up. And he on the cover of fucking Sports Illustrated. And he only fucking 14. And you look like, wait a minute. Ah, you don't pay no attention. Then you kind of keep an eye on him because he looks familiar. Then all of a sudden they say his name. And you was like, oh, shit. Next thing you know, this nigga the number one draft pick. But before he got drafted, nigga got a ninety million dollar contract with Nike, and you just sitting there looking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there looking dumb, Try, trying to walk. get glory on the look. Yeah, you smoked that whole pack of cigarettes. Just be like, God, oh uh, man, damn, that's, man. Crazy. that's fucked up. That's... Yeah,
1: hey, but hey, that's why you gotta raise your kids, man. You gotta raise your kids. You got to be there, but just uh, uh,
0: not. Speaking of, where the fuck was Naomi Cross's uh, goddamn daddy at? Dude, I have no idea. Dude,
1: all I saw was, was her mother. Her mom. See, so he he must have he must have he must have dipped out on her as well, man. Fucked he up, man. <laughs> That's Fucked
0: well. up. Now she got <laughs> kidnapped. Now her uncle got to come, goddamn, find her. It's fucked up, man. Hey, but hey. Hey, <laughs> I wish you my uncle <laughs> too. Hey, hey this is my oh, Porsche, Speaking man. of, right? Since we on this too, since I, I'm glad we doing this movie. What the hell was they thinking? Giving this role to Tyler Perry.
1: Dude, I'm gonna tell you something. I remember cause cause when we were doing the trailer and I was thinking about when 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 they first when I first seen that he was about to be Alice Cross because they named the movie Alice Cross, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Howler Perry, okay?" Because at the time he only done one film. where he wasn't, you know what I'm saying, Medea or, you know what I mean? Well, it that wasn't, it wasn't one of his films. Well, that wasn't. Yeah. Let me let me say that it, it wasn't one of his films. He made a a, a short appearance in the Star
0: Trek movie. No, was he like did too. Dude- too. Was he, he
1: was too in the Ninja Turtles. He was also in the Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. okay. So then I'm like, okay, and then I was like, well, I was interested to see him in something that wasn't him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then I was like, when I seen it, I was like, it's like, oh, shit. No, that was after Alice Cross. Never mind. I was about to say he was in um one of my favorite movies, Gone Girl. But that was that yeah. was after uh, yeah. that was after uh, Alice Cross though, but um, it was weird, man. I I don't see him as a detective. <laughs> I, I don't I don't see him as like this I smart. Feel, ass. I feel the
0: same way. I feel the same way. Looking at him as Alice Cross as I do as seeing Jim from the Office play uh, the one dude in that one TV show that came out where he was like a, a Marine or an Army or some shit like yeah. Dude. Jack Ryan yeah. is good, man. You got to watch it, it listen. But I listen, can't. I, I can't. Good. I tried. I Dude, tried. it is so good. I can't Dude, do it, it bro. It is so good, man. The whole I finished, time, like, both seasons. The whole time, I'm just sitting there waiting for him to, to get interviewed to make a joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but you know, he's you, doing bro.
1: more stuff like that, though. Like, I know. Was that's what that i haven't seen. Yeah. I, I think he's trying to take that turn because, like a lot of the times, like these dudes get smart, smart cast, they get typecast into like you know what well, everything we put you in, you do you're gonna be a comedian type thing. And I think that you know when you watch somebody like, even though he gives you those comedic moments, when you watch somebody like a uh, Ryan Reynolds, like he uh. he did that, Steve Carell, I think. Like what Steve Carell was able to
0: do in Foxcatcher, yo, was crazy. Yeah, like I mean, his, it was his crazy, dramatic, man. him doing dramatic roles has been very uh, surprising. But he does a Fox hell of a catch, job. That
1: was one of the, that's one of the best movies I've I I've, I've seen a a comedic actor play in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, even when you think about uh, what's, my what's boy the dude that
0: played Star Lord. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Uh, Chris. Sh- um, I wish Chris is he?
0: Um, uh, he ain't him
1: yeah. more, Chris, Pratt, Chris
0: Pratt. Chris yeah, Pratt. Chris Pratt. I remember watching him on Parks and Rec, and that's all I could see when I first start watching him do other shit. And I'm like, yo, like, no, nah, that's that's still the goofy dude from Parks and Rec. Like, I mean, it was for, yeah. for me, it was the same thing with I got um, I'm about to say I Singh. Uh Azizan, sorry. Um, even Childish Gambino for a minute. Like when I when I seen him in Atlanta, like it was it was kind of weird because it was like watching him, you know what I'm saying, the community. I'm like, nah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it just when you when you got that. You know, like when you got that role, man, that everybody know you from, especially like with the office, because like he would he wasn't in anything else during the office. So that's all we knew him from. So for him to go from that to Jack Ryan was like, Oh, okay, you just flipped the coin and just and landed on some shit. Yeah, and
1: uh Jim Key in the number 23. Like
0: oh you know I mean?
1: yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. playing this. Like, dude, the number two to three was a great movie, man. So, like, it's 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 odd to, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's odd to see those type people, but I think that we have to give these people a, a chance, man, to show that they could. Like, we were talking about Elizabeth Banks last episode. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. she can go back and forth. She could she could do a comedy movie, a full out comedy movie, and then turn around mm-hmm. and be like a psycho killer in the next movie, and like and play that shit. Just as well as she played the comedic role, so and then the fuck around dude, and, and played Brown. the villain in Power Rangers. Yeah, that's it. That's
0: just wow. She did man. a hell of a job. So, um, but uh, yeah, real that, quick, that she did. We we talked about Ashley Judd, man, and we talked about you know like the little run that she had in the late the, uh, the late nineties, early two thousands, man. Like, you also got to remember, bro. She she comes from royalty. She come from acting real too. Oh, yeah. You know what so i mom Naomi yeah. Judd was, you know what I'm saying? She did her thing too. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. I I, rem- I
1: remember her, man. Um, and like, she was like, Ashley was one of those, because anytime you, the parent is an actor, like everybody yeah. always put those expectations on you. And mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't fulfill, you know what I'm saying, that role. She ended up being bigger than her mom though. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? But she I ended mean, up she- passing like, like she also came around the time, too, like, where the the big time, the box office movie actress was, like, the thing. Like, remember, like, it was um, Jessica Love Hewitt. It was, um, who else was it? it Jennifer was, Love Hewitt. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm sorry. Um, I was thinking of Jessica Alba, too. But, uh she was, she was one of them who was real hot. She wasn't doing movies, but she had some, some TV shows that she was getting in. Like, I remember Dark Angel. Um, she had another one that she was doing. But I remember Jennifer Love Hewitt. She came from doing the Party of Five joint, and then, like, they turned her into a star. Courtney um, Cox was another one who they, who they was turning into a star. She was coming off of Friends. Um, I believe Minnie Driver was still hot at that time. Um, what's the one that was the Klepto? Klepto. She got cops still in, in the store. Fuck, what is her name? Um. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember who that was. Hold on, but the, but it seems but it seems like the road like
1: like like Jessica Bill and like she was in Dawson Creek. Yep. Um. Uh, shoot, uh, Jason Vanderbeek was in that as well. You know, and he didn't end up coming as big though. Like he had Varsity Blues, but it was kind of like, you know, he was in you know a, a film here and there, but like it was never nothing like as big as like Varsity Blues. Or Jessica Biel just she like really blew up.
0: Well, I know the writer. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, Wyoming. yeah 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 yeah. Yes, yeah she had, yeah. She was she was real big you. around that time too. So it's like to to have them and I and like they was getting movies. So like they was like the stars of movies. So for her to be able to hold her own around that time was was really that was really something. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Oh yeah, for sure, man, for
1: sure. Uh but man, like the the fire flame for me, man, um Obviously, I mentioned, like, I told you how I do my rating system, man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, when I think about stuff like the negotiator, the bond collector, you know, what I'm saying shit like that, I can't help but to think about those type of films, um, and how highly I rate those type of films, and I think about this and like going back and rewatching it. I think it's um, it's still a good movie to sit down and 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 watch. Um mm-hmm. I mean once like even you can watch the same movie and get something different. So from going back and watching it it's 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 still a really really good film. But if, if I'm gonna put that when I if I'm gonna put this movie into those type of categories like Sadly, I'm gonna have to give it a 3.5. Um, I, I don't think I don't think it stacks up with those type of movies because when I think about The Negotiator with Sam L. and think about like The Bone Collector with Denzel and Morgan Freeman are up there, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's just like the movie and the plot. You know, it ended up having a good sequel. I, I do like Alone, Came a Came camera Spider but mm-hmm. just when I, when I think about those type of movies and the concept and all that type stuff, I'm going to have to put it a little lower than, than those, but I'm going to
0: give it a 3.5. Um, for me, man, you know, it's a, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a good late twist. You know what I'm saying? When he finds out, he finally solved the case for it, the way it's supposed to be solved. Um, you know, you got, some, you got a, a good cast. You got some Easter eggs in the cast, you know what I'm saying, with Bill Nunn and Billy Blanks and Tatiana Ali and, you know, um, the chick from American Beauty and all these other, you know what I'm saying, people. Um, the story was pretty good. I think it was just, for me, more so just it's just Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman makes pretty much anything good that he's in, but, um, i really don't I really don't sway away from anything that he's in, but it's not one of those movies that I would probably go back and rewatch you know what I'm saying like later on down the line um, I don't know maybe if I was like cleaning the house and it just so happened to come on i I wouldn't change the channel um not really into it, but I'm familiar with it so I I'd give it a two and a half out of five,
1: okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. Like, we we needed need one of those, man. We, we've been doing yeah. a lot of four and fives. We've yeah, been doing man.
0: a lot of four yeah. and fives. Man. Now, the, now don't get me wrong, the thing though. Is, don't get me wrong, though. When I say two and a half out of five, just for the listeners, this is not a bad movie. No, not at all. Listeners. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's just the fact of when we go to... When we do our Fire Flames, we go as far as, you know what I'm saying... If it's rewatchable, no pun intended, Um, you know what I'm saying, like if, you know what I'm saying, the cast is great, you know, the story, the plots, you know what I'm saying, plot twists, you know, just depending on if it's a, you know, if it's a comedy, do you laugh a lot? If it's a drama, does it make you feel a certain type of way? Um, If it's a suspense, if it's a thriller or horror, you know what I'm saying, how scared did it make you, how did it make you feel? You know what I'm saying? Like, we put a lot of different, you know what I'm saying, things into rating these movies, so if I feel like it's something that I'm never really going to, like, if it's something I feel like I could do without, I gotta give it the proper rating. You know what I'm saying? I gotta give it the proper rating. That doesn't mean that, to me, it's a trash movie. It's just, it's not one of those movies that I'm just going to go back to at any given time.
1: Yeah, like, because even when we get to that point um, when we get to uh, our worst movies <laughs> yeah. list it's, it's the crazy thing is like some of the movies like I've <laughs> rewatched them joints but it'd be like yeah it, it, it'd just be when we get there when we get there you'll see what I'm saying but like oh, yeah. it's not stuff that I'll never watch again it's like it's some stuff that's just so stupid it's like you just gotta watch it again, type of thing. Listen,
0: I got, I got my number one is so bad it's good. Oh my god! Yeah, we're not going there today, man.
1: We're not doing it
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm telling you, when I tell you that was the greatest, that was the greatest cinema, put put together cinema ever. You know what I'm saying? Special effects. Don't say Oh, <laughs> Special effect was amazing. You know what I'm saying? The the acting was great. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing this with you, man. Don't lead these people on, man. Don't lead these people on. Don't oh, do that. Oh my gosh. Hey, man. Oh man. Come on, man. That was, it was great. Man. But yeah, man. You know, like I said, you you really can't go wrong with Morgan Freeman, man. It's, Morgan Freeman is just that dude. Like he makes anything good, and the fact that he's the star of this movie, like regardless of how you feel about it, you know, it is what it is. Like it's a good movie. It 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 didn't turn out bad. The actors did their job. Morgan Freeman once again did a hell of a job. So you know, it's like, how can you really go wrong with Morgan Freeman? Exactly. Like I and, and
1: like I said, I'm with you, dude. Like it is not a bad film at all. Ooh. Yeah. But it is just I put it in that category of you know, the ball collector, the negotiator cuz like you got these you got these smart people. You know what I'm saying? Playing these these roles man like like when, when I think of uh you know Lincoln Rhyme, and I think of uh, yeah. Oh man, was it, it was his name Roman Pierce? It was a uh, uh, Greg Roman, not Greg Roman. Uh,
0: dang, I can't remember what his name was in the negotiator. But but, but you, you know I, what? I, you know another movie that's that's in that lane, and that that kind of has that? that same vibe to it. Um, Sherlock Holmes, the one that Robert Downey Jr. did. Oh okay. Yeah, that's in the, that's in that same vein. That's in that same vein. He did a hell of a job with Sherlock Holmes. Those those are actually yeah. some, two two great movies. Okay,
1: okay. I've seen a little bit of the first one. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really see the second. One. I, I never I never seen Sherlock Holmes all the way through. That's why I never really watched the. Uh, Was it Eleanor or something? Holmes? Oh and yeah, they got on, with uh, the little
0: sister.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I, I haven't. Got. I haven't watched that because I never really got into Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Um. But because when I think of like films like that, like in those time periods, like, have you ever seen The Raven? When yes. um, when uh, Johnny John Cusack played uh Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. Poe. Yep. That shit was good. And like um, yes. from Hell, from Hell was good. That was about yep. Jack the Ripper. Yep. Uh, Johnny Depp played in that. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm more in into that type of stuff when it comes to that time period of films. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah, well, I see what you Yo, said. The Raven was
0: crazy though. Like to, yeah. to have a to have a motherfucker that was using your shit to kill people. That was wild. Yeah, the Raven was really good. Un- a very underrated man. Very underrated. My only my only beef. See, I th- my only beef about the Raven is they used John Cusack to play Edgar Allan Poe. He's too tall.
1: I, I see what you're saying. I see what you are saying, but like that's one of those type of things of like I think that we're more worried about like the mannerisms of a person, of a person that that could really play. That's just like uh that's just like your girl uh Zoe. Um that played in um like drumline and oh when well, she did um, Nina Samoa. Yeah, exactly. She, yeah. She's way too damn pretty to be Nina and she likes him. But yeah, she could play the role, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that there was more looking at like, okay, we can dress him up and get him to look similar to him, but we, we but we're more looking for that mysteriousness. Like John Cusack can be very mysterious, and Edgar Allan Poe was like that. So mm-hmm. I think that. I see what you're saying, but like sometimes you're not gonna be able to get everything.
0: Yeah, get somebody. To... Well, my thing is, is is that you know what I'm saying I understand why they use John Q, so I Don't get me wrong, but like Edgar Allan Poe was like a little person. He was that he, he was he was rumored to be very short. Um, no, 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 but not I... not rumored to be short. He was a little person. <laughs> Man, why are you going to do that man like that, man? It's true. That man wrote a lot of good stories, man. He did. And that don't take nothing away from his talent. I just, when I seen the movie, I was like, oh, they got John Cusack playing as a little person. That's going to be interesting. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, wait a goddamn minute. Nah, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> it's, too, it's too many people out here who could have really played that part. Matter of fact, the dude from, um, damn, what is his name? The little, the little man, dude. You, I, I think was he? Wasn't you he better in Robin Bosses too? No, that wasn't
1: him. What? No, movie are was Are you it? talking about my man? Are you talking about my man that was in Endgame? That did when Thor needed to get the, uh,
0: yep, the axe. Yep. Man, yep. get out of here!
1: Man. you wrong. He gonna get a
0: hell of an Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe wasn't that short. Bro, you think I'm joking? Edgar Allan Poe was a little person. Man, he was not a little person, man. He was just short, man. Bro, Edgar Allan <laughs> Poe was a little person. I'm not lying to you, I'm telling you. Edgar Allan Poe was a little person. Oh man. You gotta I mean, think back in back in those times, they didn't have no they didn't have no name for it. So they just say he was short. But he was a little person. He was under four. He was under four eleven. Well, I, I I didn't know that. I, I didn't What's this? know. What I'm about to I'm about to Google how tall was man? Hold on. Hey Siri. How how tall was Edgar Allan Poe? Okay, I found this on the web for how tall is Edgar Allan Poe. Check it out. I'm
1: supposed to
0: give me the answer, bitch. <laughs> I don't even think they're gonna show it.
1: Man, you you is not. Man, he was five eight. Man, they lying.
0: <laughs> they lying. I didn't
1: think he was a little I just looked that it up. The
0: motherfucker was 4'8. They said he was 5'8. He was 4'8. He wasn't no damn 4'8. Man, listen. They 5'8. Listen, Man, he was five listen eight. they lying because he's one of the greatest writers of all time. I'm telling you, he was short. as shit. He was a little person. You want to know who else was almost a little person? William Shakespeare.
1: I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Mark Twain was five nine. <laughs> I
0: don't. I don't think Mark Twain was a real person. Oh hell! See, now we can't go down this road, man. Listen, I think you know how they did. You know how they did the name with um. You know how they did the name with um. What's what, off of Shutter Island? How they did the anagram with the name or whatever that shit called? Yeah. Yeah, because you know you know his, his real name is like Samuel Clemens or something like that. Mark Twain is his like author name. That's why I said I don't think that was a real person. They say it's they say his real name is Samuel Clemens, so-called, and he looked like uh the, the colonel from KFC. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked like Colonel Sanders. I think they on some bullshit, man. Have you, ever, uh, have you man. ever read Huckleberry Finn?
1: In school, man, I
0: never like read it by myself. Bro, that's the first time I ever read it, and I got the part the where he was talking to the little black dude, and he caught. Hey, he, I had to say the word "nigger" out loud, but that was the most oddest shit <laughs> in <the> fucking <laughs> world, <bro. laughs> I had to read that shit in English class. I was like, "Man, I can't say that." <laughs> <She was> like, <laughs> My teacher was like, "No, no, go ahead and say it." I was like, "Come on, man," but I read it though. Wow, <laughs> but, you wild, but. Tell
1: you, oh man. man, so bad! You gonna you gonna you gonna start this trailer
0: out, man? Coming soon on video and DVD yeah man, um, you know, when this movie first came out, nobody uh, thought it could be done. Um, you know it's it's one of those movies that it started a fucking man, this shit started a fucking roller coaster ride of emotions and and hopes and dreams that all end up coming true. And we got so much good out of this shit that, I mean, it's like, damn, since you really can't even be mad, the only thing that, the only thing that sucks about it is the movie that started all of this off was just a subpar version of the person that I fuck with. So I wasn't really hype about that movie, but I thought they was going to do a remake since they was doing, you know, all these other movies surrounding this movie. They never did it. I'm kind of pissed about it. But good news is they got some stuff coming out, you know what I'm saying, a little bit later. We'll talk off air about that. I'm hype about it. But um, this movie, though, this movie was the one. It introduces some new characters. Um, It introduces... Um, one of the characters that we love, we we talked about him not too long ago, you know what I'm saying, which is super dope, you know what I'm saying, we talked about the impact that, you know what I'm saying, said person had, and then... Hold hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, you gotta stop, I thought we were doing the first one. That is. That wasn't in, in the first, first one. one. He is in the first one.
1: Oh, well, you might be thinking. Hold on, all right, all right, all right, go ahead, go ahead, man. my five yeah, I know. thought you
0: was. Yeah, it's, this is. Oh, Remember, okay. This is this is all four of them. And oh, is- okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the other. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. See I now, you. now I know what you're talking about because the way that they did the order of everything, all of this shit gets mixed up, right? Because I thought one of the movies that came out was supposed to be that movie that was awesome. So I know exactly what you mean. But let me tell you something, man. This caused the craze. This started a, a, a revolution in cinematography. Um, I was almost said what kind of movie it is, but I can't because that's definitely going to give it away. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and let you continue, brother. Yeah, like, the, I think the hardest
1: thing for me to do this episode is because obviously we're talking about something that this um cuz i said the first one Ooh. so this obviously there's been more movies made uh, after yeah. this one and it's going to be so hard not to mention the other ones because like we see a we see a situation get revolved, or, or, or resolved or we solved so it's kind of like it's going to be hard for me not to mention like the other one's because we know
0: oh well, I was about to say something but that was, We know it yeah, I mean. we 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 end up getting to find out what happened with everything. I think I exactly. think we can I think we can kind of talk about the one before that. You know what I'm saying? Cuz there's a few it's a few movies before that You mean that got that. us to that point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not, Yeah, it would be hard to to uh Say yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But like I'm I'm excited to do it. It's just my thing is it, it's gonna be well, this is something that we could talk about because we could mention some of the stuff that we ended up finding out. I don't think it's gonna hurt anything. Nah, but, I mean we could
0: we could do it how we can do it however you want to really, to be honest with you, because but like really, it started like dude, it really gotta, started like if you if you think about it, the last one. Kind of it's the first one. first one, yeah. So <laughs> there you go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so that makes sense. So we yeah. can, we can just go ahead and just knock all that out. All right, cool, cool. But well, that's gonna
1: be that's gonna be wild, man. That's gonna be wild. So, and the next one, man. Like I say, this started like, man, this shit like started like a revolution, man. Like it it, it started something yeah, that we, it changed, uh, cinema really like forever yep. because like. They was able to get a group of people who was A, well, a good bit of them was A-list actors. Some of them was on their way up. And like this took them over. Two of them were. Two of them were. Yeah. Two of them were for sure. Uh, And then there was the and then the
0: other two on their way. They were they were, well, two of them were. One of them was like B-list. And at the time, the other one was like C list, but we'll, uh, we'll 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 reveal
1: that to the people later. But like like now, because I was thinking about like trying to zero it in on that one, but like now, with you saying that, mm-hmm. oh man,
0: this this episode is going to be crazy, dude. It's going it's going to be everywhere, man. Oh. It's going to be everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Y'all get ready, but, man. man. Y'all get ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: And also, man, um, you know, I did uh, what I what I said I was going to do last episode. I did that, man. I put out uh, episode 28 Minutes or Less, man. My part two of uh, Cut They Save My Life, man, was, you know, very, very personal episode I put out there, man. So uh please go check that out on uh, all major platforms the 28 minutes of less podcast and also man i just finished it last night i put together my um top 10 albums of the year
0: Ooh. you know what i'm
1: saying that's something i do every year in december i've been doing it for the past 3 years yep um what i'm thinking about doing this year man i think i'm a mix match it man i, I think i'm a I think I'm a, it's gonna be like a double feature type of joint. I think I'm gonna put it on the stolen time podcast and I'm gonna put it on the twenty eight minutes or less because I got two different fan bases. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm gonna put I'ma put that out on uh on both platforms to so be on the lookout for my top ten albums of the year. And um so go follow the stolen time podcast page on Facebook, Stolen Time Pod on Instagram, and s.foster8 on Instagram. You can get all the links there, and uh, so be on the lookout for that
0: uh, that top 10 albums of the year episode. For sure, man. Um, check me out, man, at Scoots Bronson um, on Twitter. You catch me at School's Bronson underscore TV on Instagram. Uh, go check out my podcast, 15 Minutes of Fame. Last episode I did with the homie Cheese Navy rapper out of Miami. Um, I got a few episodes lined up that I'm actually recording um, right now, so those will be out very soon. Um, I got another special one that I got coming up with my guy, Esda Foster. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm thinking that... uh, I'm trying to think of how I want to do it, because it's. I'm not doing it in the original. I don't want to do it in the original format that I usually do, so we we'll get together and, and make something happen. But that's what's been taking so long. I'm trying to figure out how I'm exactly put this together. And then, um, man, um, Isolated Society is coming back um, this week. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? You guys just be open, be ready. Um, go to Scoots Bronson Media on Facebook. You can go to that page. Um, I won't be doing it in podca- podcast form at this time because I have some technical issues, so that's why the episodes haven't been loading. So instead, I, do, I think I'm gonna just do go back to doing the live version, um, and then I'll probably work in the call-ins and comments later on down the line. So for right now, that's how I'll be doing it. Um, but yeah, I had some I had some issues loading up all my uh, episodes that I was recording. I thought I was actually putting them out. Come to find out none of them was actually dropping. So yeah, I got like, (laughs) I got like three episodes that's just sitting in the tuck. So I'll probably like release them later on down the line on some other shit. But yeah, man, that's all I got, man. Make sure y'all go to that uh, viewers anonymous pod, watch group page on Facebook. Make sure you add yourself in there, man. Become a member. You know what I'm saying? Join up. You can get all the information that we got from there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, but once we get up to 100 people, man, we're going to start doing Facebook. I mean Facebook. We're going to start doing live watch parties, man. We're going to pick a movie. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get our a selection, watch the movie with y'all, do a podcast about it, all that kind of good shit, man. Um, I don't know. Who knows? We might even invite one of the – People from the page on do the podcast with us. So, you know what I'm saying? You never know, man. We just wanna help get this community built up. Um, we're trying to get that audience built up because you know, I, we can't be the only two dudes that like movies. Um, so
1: you know so I know everybody
0: love movies, man.
1: Well, well we got a guest that wants to jump on two uh episodes, man, coming up yeah. next month. So Yeah. So yep. be on the lookout for that, man. Yeah, we
0: finally got. We and finally also, got I got, I got. A,
1: yeah, and I got an idea of something that I wanted to run by you off film. Off okay, film. Cool. <laughs>
0: <I'll> <laughs> hey, look,
1: he
0: he he so he so like he's so locked in, man. He said, "I'll film." But uh, <laughs> that's how you, that's how you know he's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you know that man is a professional. So, um, yes, sir. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Outside of that, man. Um, Listen, man, if you listen to no Apple podcast, please leave us a rating. We would greatly appreciate it. It, um, it helps out, you know what I'm saying, our algorithm. It helps to get us to the top. That way, people can find us a little bit faster um, if they aren't listening to this. For those who aren't sharing it, you know what I'm saying, the best thing for you to do or the, the easiest way for you to share it is to leave us a rating. So please do that. Um, man, and with that said, man, thank you guys as usual. We appreciate you guys for listening. And, uh, all right, that's all I got, bro. How about you? That's it, man. That's all I got, man. Just be on the lookout, man. Yep. I got got to throw these albums in there, everybody, man. So be on the lookout <laughs> for that. That's what's up, man. So um, if you're listening to this, man, go, go, list, go listen to, you know what I'm saying, his list. I'm sure that he's going to have some feedback on that because anytime somebody put a list together, there's never nothing good. So, you know what I'm saying? Hit my man up. Make sure y'all listening to him. Make sure y'all paying attention to that list. You know what I'm saying? Hit them up with that feedback, man. Let them know what y'all think about his list, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, so with that said, like they say in the movies, man, it's a wrap. Cut.